Hi, I'm Tammy Tan, owner of Spicehound. And I'm Christine Dorr, owner of Neococo. And we are co-owners of Kitchen 519, our shared-use commercial kitchen in the San Francisco Bay Area. Welcome to Lettuce Wrap, the podcast about food, food business, and the people who work in the industry. Today, we decided we're going to talk about food, or specifically food shows, or food movies, or food documentaries, or food shows that we don't like. (laughs) Yeah, basically things that we watch on TV or in the movie theaters. Things that have influenced us. Yeah, you know, I I used to watch a lot more TV back in the day. <laughs> and nowadays with Netflix and everything else, I feel like when things are on demand, it's easier for me to either ignore it or catch it. I don't I don't know which. I can yeah. watch less TV because of Netflix. I know what well, started out with TV. It was for me, it started out with PBS. Yeah, me too. I don't even know if there was anything else. I I don't think so, right? Not that I know of. Well, I think PBS was the easiest to watch food shows and art shows and gardening shows. And yeah, that's you, you got a lot of your artsy education from that yeah. channel. And that's where I watched, let's say the name at the same time of the person that we watched on PBS. One, two, three. Julia, Julia Child. Child. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> She is old school. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching the really super old ones, the black and white ones. Oh, I would, did not go back that far. I mean, just, you know, they used to just put them on there. And then there was other other iterations of her shows, her with other people. Yes. I love the ones with her and Jacques Pepin. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, those two were characters <laughs> together. I mean, you could you could feel the love fest there, right? Yeah. And, and then I just like her... Um, I guess she doesn't, she didn't care. I mean, she, she, she cares about the food so much. She didn't care not to share it with you. It's kind of my um, philosophy in doing this podcast is like, you know, something falls on the floor, you know, just pick it up, and, you know, <laughs> wash it off. It's, you know, you try not to, I'm trying not to be too precious about this thing. And she was kind of like that. She's like, okay, you know, it didn't work, you know, do this other thing. Yeah. So try it again. Well, so, Okay. Our top three of old school food shows then. Is she on your list? Of course. She's on my list. Yay! No, Julia Child. (laughs) Okay, what's your next one? (sighs) I have like a bunch of them. I I do too. Okay. I'd say, does Martha Stewart count? Yeah, I think so. It's interesting with her, right? I mean, she... She had her original shows and she's actually really morphed into, I mean, that also kind of follows her magazine and her whole empire, right? But it's more like entertainment, but it I is. used to watch her because she started out as a caterer. That's so right. Started out with cooking shows. Yes. I think she, she definitely counts. And I don't know if you've seen her latest stuff with Snoop Dogg. No. That is wild it's like a wild pairing but it seems to work i don't know what it is it's like a chemistry between the two of them they they genuinely like love each other right i mean it's just this like you can tell that there's like a huge respect on both sides and it's and i think to everybody's mind such an unusual pairing of two personalities and and then the fact that they take it so seriously and then of course like they bring in all these like movie stars or whatever it is uh i don't know what the show is called i just know it has you'm sure you yeah i've only seen like bits and pieces of it but i thought oh what a interestingly crazy concept but it works i could see yeah they're very similar personalities 
Well, yeah, I guess when you're in the entertainment business, you kind of are. So what about you? What do you have? Okay, this is really, I, I don't know what it is. I remember um, watching a lot of the Frugal Gourmet. I, he's on my list too. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Smith. Yes, Jeff yeah. Smith. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, I was so young. I don't know what was frugal. I didn't even know what the word frugal right, meant. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, that was how young I was. But I just remember like he had such joy in cooking. And it was like, I think I learned a lot of techniques just watching his show. Yeah. And he always had his little cards, note cards. Yeah. So he'd read off his note cards. So he'd make sure that he got everything right. Yeah. I, I think that was really cool. Right. Like he didn't, he, he didn't have to be polished. He, once again, a person who just right. was so like was not precious about his show yeah so yeah, yeah that's, that's a good. theme <laughs> okay what's your next one um martin yan yan oh can cook <laughs> really? what? i yes, guess can cook yeah of course i gotta say uh, that come on <laughs> <laughs> introducing asian cuisines yeah oh my gosh but he had i don't know if you remember the really early shows he had like an assistant, a woman oh, who no. would help him. I don't remember that. Oh yeah. Oh maybe I, I It was like in a in a studio. I think there was like a little audience of like ten people. <gasps> oh yes, I did remember that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah so oh. But it's like every single show he has to take out his cleaver and chop some Right. And that yes. was just the most hilarious thing. Like And just so much energy around it, you know? And so much excitement. That's like, contagious. He was definitely an entertainer because he does not have that accent in real life, people. Just so you know, Martin. Really? Yeah. Yes, oh. he does. You don't realize he really puts it on when oh, he does that. Okay. That that kind of Asian, you know, the Chinese accent right. and stuff. I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If Yan can cook, so can you. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Great. Our top three actually coincides. Okay. So that was our old school list. Yep. <laughs> okay. So new school lists. So what is our new new shows? Uh, okay. Since you went first the last time, I'll go first. Okay. Um, it is for me one of the newest newest shows that I just is really crazy about because once again, it's for the zeal for life and all that is I have what Phil's having or somebody feed Phil. It's his new version of his show on Netflix. Love that show. Somebody feed Phil. Yes, somebody. that's one of my. That's one on my list too. It's it's crazy. I mean, he's so cute. He is so cute <laughs> and so charming. And right. like, I do want to feed him too. And <laughs> and he just genuinely want to hug everybody. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. And and I think it, and it's absolutely genuine. I mean, he's so authentic. And then his parents come on the show, which oh, is so I know. cute. It just makes it more charming. I know. So he's charming. just so lovable. That's that's. Like, I don't even know what he's eating, but I just like when he, you know somebody gives him some food and he just like oh just melts. Yes, like oh Phil. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I, I maybe I don't watch it enough. Or I, you know, I haven't watched all the new new ones, but I don't know if anybody's fed him bad like something that he absolutely hates. And no, there was no. I think he's reacted to yeah. a few of those like weird ones, like he couldn't wrap his mind around it. But <laughs> he does. He says. You know, he's going to try it, everybody. You know, if people yeah. offer it to him, yeah, he's going to eat it. So that's <laughs> that's pretty good. We should feed Phil sometime. I know. We should. Phil, if you're listening, <laughs> we want to feed you. <laughs> we have a really unusual kitchen. We'll give you spices and chocolates. Yeah. And <laughs> okay, so what's on your... Well, one of my favorite shows is Chopped. 
Okay. Finally, we disagree. Oh, okay. That is on my shows I I hate. <laughs> Tom hates that show, too. I hate it. Tom is my husband. Yes. He does not like it. And by the way, my husband, Justin, loves it. He loves Chopped. And I I can't stand um, I, that type of competition shows. So, I mean, going back to shows maybe I hate is like Chopped, Top Chef. You know, those one Master Chef. Oh, my goodness. I can't. So we're going over there. No, no, no. I, mean, I figure, <laughs> you know, might as well just throw those out now. Okay. Because like, yeah, I don't I don't like it. Why? Well, why do you like it? Right. I was going to say, this is why I like it. I mostly like the last round when they're doing pastry. Okay. You have That's my favorite dessert. part. And um, I love when they just open the basket and they have to make something out of that. That's I'd love to do that. Like I would like, no, I don't want to be on that show. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's exciting for me to see you got to make it to that point too though you, you have to be pretty all around if you're good enough yeah yeah just, just open gotta... a basket and make something out of it well so then so it's really funny i don't like chopped but i actually like iron chef which is a similar concept right i mean yeah. it, it comes in you're you are given a secret ingredient and you're supposed to make a whole meal out of it right so i don't know why iron chef with that format appeals to me and then chop doesn't. <laughs> well, it's funny because uh, Iron Chef, I never got into. It's not that it was bad or anything. I just never really watched it. I've seen it, but I, it's not something that I seek out. So I like when, uh, when it was the original Japanese show, it's actually my favorite. I actually don't like the, the, or I don't like as much the new U.S. versions of it. Um, when it was the original Japanese show, um, each of those Iron Chef, they didn't change as often as it does with the U.S. show. Maybe that's a little bit of why I don't like mm -hmm. the U.S. show, because they're always running that competition of the next Iron Chef, right? And then um, the Japanese show, you know who's the Italian chef. You know who is the, you know... <laughs> the Japanese chef and you know and they go in with that specialty you know you're competing against that right. and maybe you 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 do gain a little bit of loyalty to each of the chefs that's where Morimoto came from right and um you got you get to know them a little better I don't think you get to know all the newer iron chefs mm -hmm. in the U.S. version as well because they're just so new I mean they haven't done it for years like the Japanese version. Is that show still on? The Japanese version? Or no. Even, the U.S. version? I, I don't know. I, you know, the, the once again, I, <laughs> I don't. I used to watch Food Network a lot. And then, uh, you know, I have to say in the last 10 years, coincidentally, the same time I started this business, yeah. I don't watch. I know. That's why I was looking through my, you know, going over this list and I'm thinking a lot of the stuff that I'm listing is stuff that I used to watch. Right. It's like stuff that I used to use to be inspired. Right. And that's but not that I don't need to be inspired anymore, but I just don't have time. I'm doing it. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. And actually, a little secret. Some of these shows stress me out. Like if I do watch them, because it makes me feel like I should be doing that. Oh, that kind of stress. They stress yeah. like like chop stresses me out because I really feel for these contestants. That's the kind of stress uh -huh. I feel. I, I I guess I don't have like as much of like oh my gosh I need to be making this or doing that. And it's well, my favorite on Chopped is when there's a true great chef on there, very professional, experienced, and you just watch them work, and that's 
the ultimate for me. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. So we do not agree on chop. <laughs> okay. Another of my favorites, and this is kind of getting back to maybe not so much U.S. produced shows, but a lot of these new British produced shows is The Great British Bake Off, which I love yeah. that show. Yeah. And then also they, there's a not similar, but it's a, it's called the Big Family Cooking Showdown. It's they're both Netflix show, and they're both British. They're both British, uh, very British. Actually, one of the hosts of the Big Family Cooking Showdown, she was the winner of one of the seasons of the Great British Bake Off, oh. and so it's nice to see somebody actually like turning it into a career. I guess, right? You know, uh, though you would think it would be a baking career, but no, obviously, <laughs> you know, she has a great personality. Yeah, yeah, she she she's actually a really really nice personality. So, um, the Great British Bake Off as a competition show, I I don't know what it is. It's it's not as stress. It's stressful. It's still stressful, yeah. but. I don't think they emphasize that kind of um, uh, what do you call that? Like, I think there's a lot of like personal stress, like things that you sort of see with like um, Gordon Ramsay when he's like in Hell's Kitchen or yelling. something like that. Yeah, that, yeah, yelling. yelling. Yeah, exactly. There's there's a lot of that stress when you see you know some of that those you know in the American shows, right? Yeah. But with like. The, the Great British Bake Off. I mean, the stress is like, oh my God, my cake fallen. And you're like, oh my right. God, I feel for you. Your cake has fallen. Yes, and, you yes. Know, like, and so, but there's nobody swearing at you. No, no, it's self-imposed stress, mm -hmm. right? And it's just a stress of, of course, you have to complete your 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 desserts at in a certain time. But um, I feel like that is really, I, I like to see that. I like to see that these are normal people and these are also the things that I go through. Like, okay, my sponge isn't like, you know, rising either, you know, and what, what are their techniques? What are they doing? You know, like all that. What about the American version opposed to the British version? I, you know, I didn't watch the U.S. version of that, unfortunately. And, um, and I also know the British version has changed hosts and changed one of uh, one of my favorite judges Mary Berry to a new one and so I haven't seen the new one but from what I've heard the newer version of the Great British Bake Off is is, is similar to the old one so it was pretty successful no matter what so as long as they didn't change the formula I think it was it'll be fine but they have a new a new British one yeah because they change um channels I think they went from like I don't know, BBC to a different. So there's the produced, original British right. Bake Off and then there's a, a new, new British Bake Off. Yeah, but they call it the same show. I mean, it, it still has one of the same judges, mm -hmm. but new side judge and a new two new hosts and it's supposed to be produced by new people, but it looks the same. It's like they're in the same white tent. They're the yeah, same 12 contestants. I mean, there's not much in that. And it's the same also competition. There's always like, Whatever it is, it's biscuit week, you know, and they go in with their first biscuit, then they go in with a technical challenge that they know nothing about. And then the third one is always the show showstopper piece. For me, I don't know if it's because these are not professionals, right? No, okay. they're not. Because I'm me, I'm like, a, you're out in a tent on a lawn. And that looks like a challenge right there. You would think so, but no, it's like it's very well. This, these tents are like the tents that you would live in. It's like a just they the 
they, they're not even on grass. I mean, it's flooring. Oh, okay. It yeah. just looks like it's surrounded by grass. It's surrounded by grass. They put down flooring. I oh. mean, they have some of the most fantastic equipment. Yeah, like, there's like ovens in there. I'm like, there's ovens sitting on the grass? That's kind of weird. You know, I actually love that oven they have on that show. I looked it up to see like, can I buy that oven? <laughs> because their oven actually opens and you can push the door in. Like down below? Yes. Oh. It like comes out, like it, it flips down and then you can push it in, right? right. Like, you know, our ovens so and everything. You can reach. You can reach in, yeah. right? Without like a hot uh, hot door yeah. in your way and stuff. But yeah, they don't sell that one here. Oh. <laughs> it's not in the US, not available okay. in the US. So anyways, that is one of my uh, favorite competition type shows, I guess. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do I, am I, should I do another one or? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why not? No. Um, <laughs> you got a lot. <laughs> yeah. You can rattle off a whole bunch. Okay. And just. If I say something, will you know what, who I am, who I'm talking about? Uh, sh- Bam. Oh, Emma Lacasse. <laughs> right. Yeah. Is that, <laughs> is that old or new? Old, I think. Yeah. That's old. Sure. Yeah. Um, Rachel Ray. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. I know. You're wondering what my reaction <laughs> is what to this. Okay. My husband knows this and he actually reminded me I do not like her shows. Uh, I don't I I don't know what it is. Sorry, Rachel. I'm sure you're a really nice person, but I don't think she's lovable on her shows. I, uh, I don't feel she's really as authentic. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know. It just rubs me weird. Yeah, like when I was first starting my business, I would watch her. But I'm more I'm not watching her for like baking tips because she will sell, say her to her about herself is that she is not a baker. Yeah. But um I like to make like dinner in 5 minutes. So that's why I like it. <laughs> I get I get it. Like cuz I was going to say like um you know semi homemade with Sandra Lee. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there you're reaching back. Yeah, I mean, I so I liked her show. I felt like she was really authentic in like, hey, I'm going to make a cocktail and then I'm going to do all this, but I'm not going to make all of it. I'm going to bring in pre-made whatever Cake and then mix. make it into mm-hmm. something delicious. And I I liked her shows, but I don't know what it is with Rachel okay. Ray. I just can't. I don't know. Okay. That's it. That's good. That's all right. <laughs> yep. Keep going. <laughs> Uh, America's Test Kitchen. Let me talk about that one. Oh, so I like that show a lot. Yes. Um, I okay in the same way that I like Good Eats. I feel they're both very thorough shows. Wait, like, which one is Good Eats? Uh, with Alton Brown. Oh yes, yes. So you know he loves the science behind everything. So he's like you know diving in depth into whatever topic it is. Right. America's Test Kitchen is similarly with a recipe. Right. right. Like I'm gonna do fried chicken every different way. Yes. And find what, the best way. And then refer the best way. Mm-hmm. And I love that because that appeals to the scientists and me. Yes, me too. And I, I, I think it's a great show. I mean, I have not watched. It recently me either is it still on in that form i believe so i think it is uh, they have other spinoff ones like yeah, I know. um so their magazine is called cooks illustrated and then i know they have something called a cook's country sort of like southern dishes and i believe that's a spinoff of america's test kitchen okay. well the brand is definitely around yes. i mean i've seen like I think they do online cooking things. Um, I don't know if it's Webinar. like like yeah, like classes, online classes, and and then they have some association with like cruise ships. They'll do like cooking shows on a cruise ship. Oh. Yeah, so it was really like 
I know, but that's that's one way to parlay your uh, brand into other things, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> cruise ships. Yeah, Zach, can we do with cruise ships? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> can we do some podcasts on some cruise ship? Going to the Caribbeans, please. <laughs> okay, do you have a list of things? Okay, this is a little old school too, but I love Two Fat Ladies. It's another British show. Do you know it? Are they kind of drive around on a yes. motorcycle and a sidecar? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it, but I've seen that. It's so kitschy. I know. Okay. It's so kitschy, but, um, and I would never make any of their recipes because they will put a pound of butter oh. in a pan and like for everything, you know? Is that American show? No, no. It's a totally British show. show. Yeah. Totally British. And, um, they're, they are just, just, so that zeal for life, you know what I mean? It's just like they're like best friends and they're going around, they're going to cook these things. And they're usually, they always have a, they have a premise, you know, they're going to be cooking for the church or cooking at this event or, you know, they're attending something and they, you know, so they always have a reason to cook and then they cook dishes that they created for that. And it's very uncompromising British dishes as in like, you know, I don't know as well all my British dishes, but like liver and something, you know, or things that probably Americans are going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to eat that. But even more than that, they all include like a pound of lard or a pound of butter or really unhealthy. Traditionally. Very traditional. And and they're not, um, yeah, it's like they they could care less. (laughs) They are going to cook it Mm. and people are going to love it. And they're just going to spread that butter in that thing no matter what. And But I just think it's just, yeah, once again, it's just a fun, fun show to watch, right? Okay, so I'm not going to try to explain all of these because this will take forever. (laughs) Um... Okay, I don't like Master Chef, but I actually like Master Chef Juniors because um, the kids in there are really inspiring. It's just incredible to see such young kids cooking on a competition show, and then I feel like the judges dial it back with the criticism and the yelling and all oh, that yeah. stuff because right. these kids, kind of, you know, it's ridiculous for them to yell. Um, Barefoot Contessa, I love yeah. in a garden. Yeah, she's awesome. Jeffrey. Another. Yeah, and Jeffrey, or Jeffrey, yes, love that. And then of the newer shows, uh, you know, gotta mention Bourdain, Anthony Bourdain right. with Parts Unknown, uh, No Reservations, A Cook's Tour. I mean, all Act. of those. Yes, yeah. all that. And all his books too. And actually Kitchen Confidential and a, and a Cook's Tour, his books were huge influences for me oh. and starting for food and to also know never to work in, in a the kitchen. kitchen. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, and then of the newer shows, uh, Chef's Table and Ugly Delicious, both mm. Netflix shows. Um, those are really interesting, interesting shows. So one of the other things that well, we were th- thinking about was like food movies, mm. right? Yes. And uh, I guess I'll just start it off. Go ahead. For me in 2011, Jiro Dreams of Sushi. Oh, yeah. It's just beautifully yes, filmed. Yes. Same producers as as the person for Chef's Table, actually. Oh. And so because he was able to turn that movie into actually a cult favorite, right? Um, that was how he was able to start a Chef's Table. Oh, I see. So, yeah. That's, it looks, it's just beautifully filmed. Yes, beautifully filmed. Yeah. And um, no hosts. If you, if you look at all of them, it's a documentary about 
those chefs and that's how he wanted to do it was to to make it about the chefs and how they work in their environment not about like a person like a personality or a host if i was an ingredient i would want to be on that show oh yeah <laughs> there is no doubt you will be treated well i'm sure in everything in slow motion with I beautiful know. lighting i know exactly. <laughs> what a way to go <laughs> okay how about you um see movies <laughs> Uh-oh. Don't laugh. Ratatouille. Oh my gosh, I love Ratatouille. Oh, he's so cute. That is my favorite Ruby. of the Pixar movies. Yeah, me too. But I, is it because we're in food? <laughs> I don't know. He's so damn cute, though. But, I, and it takes place in France. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. The combination. Oh, yeah. And that yeah. it's French, Ratatouille. Yes, I know. It totally is. I mean, I just like when I love when... um. He was explaining to his brother, Remy was explaining, he's the head rat, he's Ratatouille, by the way. <laughs> he was explaining to his brother, Emil, um, how like the combination of two <laughs> flavors explodes in your mind. I love that scene. That's like one of my faves. I know, I know. No, no, I totally agree. I'm surprised yeah. I didn't put it on my list, but no, you're right. I love Ratatouille. <laughs> okay, what else? Okay, I'm going to mention a documentary. It is uh, Supersize Me. That's on my list. So I read the book. I read the book too. And that is a movie. That was actually one of the first, I I want to say it's actually one of the first documentaries I saw in a movie theater and that I actually wanted to go see and all ah. that. That was a very influential movie. Yeah. I never could have imagined that it's gonna, it was going to come out like that. I don't know if we should say what happens like as in no no the, no 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 a spoiler but, yeah no i don't think so but i uh, you can mention that what an effect it had at mcdonald's yeah true i mean that is i mean if you want something to influence a corporation right how a did documentary about it yeah how did mcdonald's recover from that and they yeah. have and they have changed their practices adjusted yeah so that's a good company yeah. i guess yes, yes. <laughs> Wow. And you know, there's a new movie out about um, called The Founder a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, that's great, too. Yes. I saw that one. Yeah. So, you know, we get to know that out. story. There you go. Yes. He's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't want to ruin that one either. Yeah. Okay. You go ahead. and um, Like Water for Chocolate. Oh, that's a really good one. 1992. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. So soulful and yeah. great story and a little bit of fantasy. And, you know, um, I put on my list Chocolat. That's my, on my list, too. Yeah, same which, kind of idea. The same idea. Yeah. That kind of fantasy of like, you know, you put your soul into your food and people taste it, right? Yep. So, wow. When I was starting my chocolate business, people were saying, oh, it's like chocolate. You're just going to be standing there with a bowl and stirring it very slowly. And suddenly Johnny Depp shows yeah. up at your door. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Let's just say that's not happening here. <laughs> okay, um, one obscure-ish movie. Um, I don't know if you, you're going to know this one. It's a Eat, Drink, Man, Woman. Of course. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that one, and that spawned uh, a U.S. version called Tortilla Soup as well. Oh. So it's a, the same premise is about like a father who's a chef, and he has like three daughters. And the do- and every Sunday they have to come over and have this, you know, fantastic meal that 
the dad but they all have like different lives and stuff and i i know the movie's about the lives this, this family and all the lives and all that but how can you not love the food that <laughs> that he was no, creating yes i mean it was insane and yeah anyways that's a good one too yeah um documentary documentary yes the search for general so oh i saw that one recently that's just a fascinating story really i don't know is it a documentary i guess it is a documentary it is a documentary. but it's more like a like an episode yeah yeah that's but true just interesting to see how things come about unexpectedly yes because <laughs> general so is not right yeah, it's that's an American like like fortune cookies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, not actually Chinese gang. <laughs> Even though I knew what that was. That's an interesting one. Oh, um, another documentary. Uh, I have not watched all of it. I just watched a couple episodes. Um, is Prohibition by Ken Burns, and when Ken Burns decides to do a documentary on anything, it is incredibly in-depth, which is yeah. why I probably have not finished it. But, uh, I, you know, the way what he got into, I know it's just a little bit remote because it's just talking about, like, you know, alcohol and why. Counts. Yeah, just incredibly in-depth. His, his shows usually... Um, They're a little dry. <laughs> I, I like them. They're very interesting. They are very detailed. And they put me to sleep. I, I, yeah yeah i mean no i totally i totally get it because to me it it feels like that too which is probably why i haven't finished it (laughs) oopsie yeah so that's all i have for movies documentaries um new shows i have a shout out for an old school show okay new orleans cajun oh justin wilson no i don't know that one i mean i've heard of justin wilson but Ah, guarantee. Yeah. The one who had the, the Cajun accent. Yes. That's right. That's Oh, I forgot that his show was called that. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And just that phrase, ah, guarantee. It's like bam, right? Yes. Yeah. So everybody has their little, little phrase. Yes, yeah, catchphrase. Hmm, maybe we need a catchphrase. Oh, yes. If anybody have ideas for besides, it's a rap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody have a good let us rap yeah. catchphrase. Let us know. That. <laughs> Okay, how about your shows you don't like? I think everyone knows the shows I don't like. <laughs> okay, so there's a, there's a couple. Um, and it's, I don't know if I don't like them, but um, the best thing I ever ate, don't care. Oh, oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. The Food Network. Yeah, one. people come on and say things like kind of celeb, kind of celebrity always, chefs. Yeah, it's always celebrity. It's at least people in the food world. Yeah. And typically it's a Food Network star. Yeah. Right. That says whether they like it or not. And they're always like recommending their friend's restaurant mm. of some. Are they? I don't know. I figured it is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, That's you're right. Kind of thing. I, I, I agree. I don't think that that wasn't a really great show for me either. Um, I hate Hell's Kitchen. I see. This is where I like Gordon Ramsay, but I don't like Hell's Kitchen. It's just, you know, I don't. I, I, I worked in a lot of kitchens and I never experienced the things like that go on in those kind of kitchens. I think you hear it in the industry. There are certain chefs back in the old days. I think it's a way less tolerated now. Yeah. Right. Because it is such an, a lot more of a glass door now. Right. But, you know, of the chefs that do do that and he's perpetuating that and it's a terrible terrible yeah. i don't know stereotype or whatever it is 
I don't know about Gordon Ramsay. He has definitely made a name for himself because, I mean, who do you remember out there? You remember like the Simon Cowles. I mean, that's, you know, equivalent in American Idol, right? I don't watch all those shows, but you know those personalities. So he's turned it into his career, right? And he's able to to turn that that celebrity and he already had restaurants, but to open more restaurants. But do you think he gets away with that? attitude because it's brought him celebrity yeah so then he needs to kind of keep that yes. going yes i think it's exactly yeah. that but then you do see the like i said like he's a master chef but yeah but what that's like but do you forgive for that um i don't know if you forgive for that you know but at least he doesn't bring it it, he doesn't bring it when he's on like Master Chef Junior, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. and that at least he's appropriate when it is appropriate. <laughs> For sure, nah. that's what I mean. He kind of turns it on. It's like an act. It, it's completely an act, and that's you know how much of cooking shows is it the celebrity of it, right? Because a lot of chefs go into a lot of chefs do these food competitions to get celebrity to be known, right? And so, what do they have to do to do it? You got to stand out. Yeah. How are you going to do it? Right. Be loud. You be loud. You turn your peacock feathers on. Yeah. And he's got a lot of feathers. Yeah. <laughs> so don't like Hell's Kitchen. Don't like Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah. No. And then something on the other side that you're saying you like the show that he does with the, with the kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I should say this or not. I don't like cooking shows with kids. <laughs> Oh. I'm not interested again, just not I want to see the master, you know, do their thing. I don't want to see a kid like do their thing. <laughs> I have to say that okay, this is really I I typically also will not watch a show with kids doing it, but maybe it was like timing or something or I I didn't watch that many of it. I think I only watched like half of one season of Master Chef Juniors and what I got out of that was like I was incredibly impressed at the age, like they're like nine through whatever, 13 or something like that, 14, and how much more skill they have than friends of mine now, you know, who are yeah. in their 30s, 40s, 50s. Well, I know. I think that's kind of comes back to what we were talking about with the old school shows and there was just PBS. And that's what we had to influence us. Now, look at all this. I know. And they want to do it, right? And they they have watched. They've Master seen Chef. it. Yeah. So they see YouTube and they see the cooking channel and they see the Food Network and they see all those shows and they're like, oh, I can do, you know, why not? I can do right. that too. So is it a good thing or is it? Yeah, I think it's a good thing. But not a good thing for as a show. <laughs> I'm, I'm personally not. It's good for the kids. It's good for, you know, the generation to be exposed to that, but I'm personally not interested in watching kids cook. Yeah, I, I, I totally get that. Yeah. But I do generally tend to like the more beautiful shows lately. You know, the, the chef's table look of shows. Yeah, yeah, you know. I get that. You know, what influences me is the cinematography <laughs> of, yeah. of it. That's a big part of it. Because they're like, there's sort of cupcake shows. They're beautiful. And- if they're beautiful, you know, if they're... And not too cheesy. Yeah, not have too you seen, cheesy. Have you seen Nail It? Nailed It? Nailed It. I saw, once again, parts of it. Uh, no, and that show absolutely, I think I saw the trailer and it absolutely does not appeal to me no, whatsoever. Uh-uh. No, again, 
uh, non-professionals trying to, I know. to trying to do the thing. I know. To me, uh, no, that's absolutely a show. It's like that's a waste of my time. Yeah, and yeah. so that's not very. Uh, it's not yeah. very beautiful. So. I, I get that one. But then what about those cupcake or whatever, the cake decorating shows, right? I mean, the ones where there are professional chefs. These are like bakers right? trying to make a name for themselves coming on the show. True. To compete. Well, I think how I used to watch Ace of Cakes. And so oh, that was one, another. but that was an early cake decorating show. Right. So that was maybe one of the first ones. So I, I watched that one. Duff Goldman. So then you... You watch TV shows to be inspired. Sometimes, or just to be entertained. Chopped is to be entertained, generally. But something like some of these documentaries are to be inspired. There was a documentary about Saki. Have you seen that one? I haven't. I saw it on Netflix yeah. that, that they had it. I Again, haven't. another beautiful, Yeah, I'm beautifully filmed. I like those beautifully filmed. I, I see for both. You know, I see mm-hmm. for the entertainment like the British Bake Off, and I see it for the beautifully filmed <laughs> ones, and and I also I I like I also like the escapism of like like Water for Chocolate and Ratatouille. I love shows like that yeah. that like features food beautifully, because like like a, animated <laughs> animated food. Yeah, animated food as beautifully as that, but there was a lot of love in that ratatouille. <laughs> so, Hi. well, yeah. So, thank you for listening to our random topic <laughs> about food shows, <laughs> movies, and our side bit. <laughs> yeah, maybe you look up some of these shows. You look up some of these documentaries or these movies if you haven't seen them. Yeah, we'll have it on our show notes on our website, lettucewrappod.com. Thank you to our engineer and producer, Jason Anthony Guy. And please subscribe to us, you know, rate us at your favorite podcast finding site. If you have any feedback or suggestions, please tweet us at lettucewrappod or email us at lesswrappod at gmail.com. Until next time, it's It's a wrap. wrap.